Some people said it would never happen in the Defense Department, but the Air Force is getting ready to let its users connect their personal mobile devices to military networks. The project has been in the works since long before COVID-19, but the pandemic has dramatically increased demand for people to connect from their own phones. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more on the Air Force's BYOD strategy. The Air Force's program comes with a slight caveat. It's actually called Bring Your Own Approved Device. So airmen won't be able to connect just any old phone. But Air Force approval is tied directly to the National Information Assurance Partnership's product compliance list. So most modern phones from the biggest manufacturers like Apple, Samsung, Google, and others are covered. Air Force officials first published a policy update authorizing the program in February, but the remote work demands created by COVID-19 kicked it into high gear, according to Eric Lubeck, the Cyber Capabilities Chief at Air Combat Command. COVID-19 helped us out uh, tremendously programmatically. Uh, The needs to telework across the force drove capability growth for our program and others out there. The ability to access information from anywhere at any time is pivotal to success in the Air Force on how we would like to communicate in the future. And bring your own approved device is one of many things that we're doing to enhance that ability for our end users. For now, the Air Force's BYOD software is only running on a single device. But Lubeck says it's been through extensive testing, and officials are now at the point where they're ready to start testing it with a large base of users once they gain approval from U.S. Cyber Command. As far as capabilities go, Lubeck says the initial mandate from the Air Force CIO's office was that users on personal devices be able to access the full range of tools the Air Force provides as part of its Office 365 environment and be able to digitally sign emails and documents via PKI certificates stored on their phones. The Air Force plans to use the Defense Information Systems Agency's existing purebred program to install and manage those certificates. Whether it's a, a leave form in LeaveWeb or your time card in ATAPS or your DTS orders, or in the future, the things that a commander would expect to need to sign, OPRs, EPRs, decorations, uh, all of those things require having certificates on the phone to do those types of things from someone's personal device. Those capabilities have been tested. Uh, There's a few bugs that we're working towards uh, out to ensure that uh, everyone will get that IOC capability on day one. Uh, And we're to the point now that we're we're ready to get additional feedback. So as we're addressing some of uh, the security things that we were able to uncover through operational testing, and once we get that approval from U.S. Cyber Command, we're we're ready to expand our tests out to a larger focus group to get initial feedback. We really want to get this capability in the hands of the airmen to continue to enhance and improve the capabilities long term. Air Force officials didn't immediately respond to questions about the timeline for the BYOAD program and when it might be rolled out to a larger base of users. But Lubeck says the service is eager to deploy it to the total force, uniform members, civilians, and contractors. Each employee will be allowed to enroll up to three separate mobile devices. Contractors, though, are likely to be last in line, partly because of legal complications associated with the fact that each contract is different. The Air Force will also need to sort out legal issues surrounding service members taking their personal phones across international boundaries, since data privacy and search and seizure laws vary widely from country to country. Our JA community has been working with uh, us on the programmatic side to roll out this capability from a, uh, in a smart manner of putting checks and balances in place from an OPSEC perspective to ensure that we could uh, mitigate any risks that would be inherent in taking a personal device over a border and having a customs or agent from another country take a look at the device and say, hey, I wonder what this is. Uh, we'll, We'll suspend access and then reinstate access 
when someone is at a place where we're definitely more comfortable rolling out the capability. Whenever it's rolled out to the total force, enrollment in the BYOD program will be voluntary, and the February policy makes clear that Air Force leaders aren't allowed to use it as a way to save money by requiring airmen to use their own devices instead of giving them government-owned ones. But if employees do opt into the program, they will need to sign a user agreement and agree to take certain security precautions, like keeping their phones patched with the latest security updates. They'll also have to agree to install Air Force mobile management software that's designed to keep government data separate from personal data. That capability is really the guardian at the gate, protecting that separation between the government's data and the user's data. Uh, We don't care what websites you visit. We don't care what apps you have on your personal phone. But if you were to go to a site that downloaded malicious things onto your phone, or you downloaded an app that had the ability to steal credentials off your phones, we, as an Air Force, would be concerned about those types of things, and we would suspend access to the services based off of downloading those applications. And that's what that security tools that we're going to provide provide for us. The ability to securely manage that separation between what's on the personal side of the phone and what's on the government side of the phone. In the case of serious security incidents, the Air Force does reserve the right to require users to temporarily hand over their personal phones as part of an investigation. But Lubeck says it's very unlikely the service will ever need to destroy a personal device, even in the most dire of circumstances. We put things in place where a user device should never have to be wiped. Uh, We try to manage all of our things at the application level. Uh, So the goal is, is all of our applications are housed either in a government cloud or they're locked down to where we could wipe all of the data and access to those applications without impacting the personal side of the phone. That includes the certificates, those secure certificates that are stored on your phone as part of the access to secure websites and signing encrypting. All those are stored in a third-party key store. It's called... Uh, off of the the main body of the phone. Therefore, something bad happens. We restrict access to the app. We wipe the app. We remove the app. We reinstall access to the app. And all the things that we're concerned about once it's sanitized on the back end, if done correctly, are no longer there. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. Explore today's must-have trends and innovative styles at Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet. Shop one-of-a-kind finds in today's must-have trends. Explore wall-to-wall deals, furniture, flooring, mattresses, home accents, seasonal favorites, and more. Discover unique new home decor, pillows, accessories, and more. There's something perfect for your style and budget. There's new inventory every day at up to 80% off suggested retail. Discover the style and savings of the new Mrs. B's Clearance and Outlet.